Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Bamsi Zero Podcast. The title of this episode is quite interesting because at some point in our lives we have been faced with the decision of fighting back or letting it slide. In this episode, we are talking about boundaries and how to handle the situation when they have been crossed. And we're doing something different this time. So, as usual, all I need you to do is sit back, relax and listen, maybe with a friend for the next six weeks. Enjoy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hello everyone and welcome to the BAMS Editorial Podcast. I am Chiselu. I will be your host for this podcast episode and my guests are... I'm Nifemi. I'm Olaiwala. I'm Okay, so how are we all doing? I'm Alright. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Um, as an individual, I think we have our set boundaries, which could vary from person to person. What are your boundaries and how do you know if your boundaries are actually being crossed or you're just overreacting? What's the difference? I mean, you're meant to overreact to your boundaries across. I feel I that's what I feel. I don't think you necessarily have to overreact when your boundaries are being crossed. Like I feel like it's if you've been bottling up that particular thing for a particular world, that's when you overreact. Mm. If you bring it out like at the instant when the person does whatever they do to you, like you don't have to overreact at that particular point. You can just talk about it person to person. Well, I think it depends on the type of person it is because Knowing myself, for example, and it is when I react immediately after the thing happens that I overreact. Mm-hmm. I would rather simmer down a bit than okay. come back to it later. So, mm-hmm. but I do have to come back to it later. Like you said, it's if it's compounded that yes. it now gets to when I just boils over. So, if I come back to it later and we actually discuss it, then everything can be good. If I end up ignoring it and it happens over and over again, gets to a point that yes, you will mm-hmm. overreact. Yeah. Okay, so where do you draw the line? <laughs> <laughs> can you can you explain? Yes, okay, so you know we're talking about boundaries being crossed. Like you're saying you can't overreact like all the time. So where do you draw the line? Like okay, it's enough, enough is enough. I don't want to you know. I think you have to like prevent that okay let me use the word see finish before it happens mm-hmm. because i'm that kind of person i let you know oh, i don't like this you do it once i tell you i'm cool oh, don't do this again but you do it again then i take it serious so you know that oh it's going to be very angry if you do it mm-hmm. so the point is that's why i said overreacting in a kind of way if i tell you the first time i definitely won't shout at you but if you do it again i will because i feel if i don't you will forget again and you do it again okay. that is my own point when i said overreacting so you have to always tell them after the first time the second time show them the paper all right still speaking of boundaries do you think that in some certain circumstances there is a universal line that should not be crossed definitely okay like space yeah no 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 violence by the way okay. or no we don't suppose that here. Yeah. <laughs> what examples can you give? Examples, okay. I'm that kind of person, don't don't touch my bed. No matter what happens. Okay, you can sit on my bed if it is not late or if it's in the afternoon. But you see that nice period when I leave my bed, then I go to shower and I'm coming back. If I see you on my bed, I can kill you. So 
they all know in my room that don't cross that line. You don't, immediately lazy bed to not cross the line because I feel okay. I have this feeling that when I leave my bed, it gets cooler when I'm back. So oh, no one should sit down. You get so that's why I that's my an example. Okay. Now, do you think that in some other circumstances, it depends on like the level of familiarity that person or mm. the type of person you're relating with? Yes, I think yes, so. Yes. Okay, why? Because if you like, if it's if it's a person that you're close with, you are familiar with that person. That person should know like where you stand with some particular things, so they would know when to like when to do some particular things and when not to do those particular things. And then if it's another person that doesn't know like know you as a person, the person will not like. You should not like get as angry as you should as you would guess with that particular person that you're close with. Yeah. I think mine is opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I live with my friends. My roommates have always been my friends. I have set roommates. Not all the time. I rotate them once in a while. So they know. But then sometimes it's still for victim. Yeah. True. And I we know. They know I get angry and I react, but they know that it's just him. Don't don't do that. Now, if it's someone I don't know, I feel it is very very offensive for you to come to my space and not be careful. Because if I come to your space, I'm very careful. Can I sit on your bed? Do you mind me using your bedroom? You can't come to my space and feel this home. I mean, I don't know you. We don't really that much. So if you come to my space and you do that, I feel oh no, that's another level of disrespect that shouldn't be crossed. I I I agree with him. Like that's the way. I am as well. I'm more of the. Um, hmm. It seems more disrespectful if it's coming from someone that is outside than yeah. someone inside. Yes, they do know, or they should know, because the fact that we're close, we've been close for a while and everything. But yes, mistakes happen. But then there is a point where it gets like when strangers come and they are doing sort of the same things. They are strangers. Stranger. Stranger is not. Okay, so Ike, I want to ask you a question. Don't you think that you should, like, give your friends, like, more opportunities to, like, I don't opportunities know. Opportunities in what sense? Like, give them more. You know, they are saying that they'll give their friends more opportunities to explore those boundaries, right? And then you're saying that the outsider should like you be more mean on the outsider you get so don't you think like your friends should be given that same opportunity as the rest of people i'm just talking person like i'm talking like as to like the kind of person that i am i don't like confrontation like i don't like confronting people that i've not met before or something like that mm-hmm. if you're close to me i prefer to like put it out to you and tell you that you know that i don't like this thing why are you doing this particular thing than someone that does not know at all so that that's why I feel like I cannot give my friends that kind of... Because you're supposed to know. Okay, so next question. I feel like you look like the kind of person that if I sit on your bed, you probably hit me or retaliate in a negative way. So do you think that physical violence could be appropriate? Oh, no, Like, no. could be an appropriate response? Not at all. Except if you steal my bed, then I'm... <laughs> <laughs> but then... Um, I walk more with facial expressions. Sometimes I look at you, people tell me I'm very mean or my face can be scary at times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at you and you know, oh, I fucked up. Facial expressions are more aggressive in the mm-hmm. sense that once it's someone that you don't know and you look at them in that way, they know that, oh, something is up. Okay. So if you can't read the room and you cannot see the way, then I won't 
totally go to violence, but shouting might be violence to some people, but yes. then I will shout. I will shout. Like, don't shout at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, any other opinion on that? No? Have you ever gotten into a physical fight because the other party has crossed your boundary? <laughs> and did you win? <laughs> Because it's a different thing to fight and it's a different thing to win really? fights, you know. Let them go first. Okay. <laughs> so, it wasn't a fight. It was just. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he said something mean. Mm-hmm. And yes, wow. he said something mean. That was very long ago, actually. He said something mean. And. I can't remember what happened. The next thing was like, Shelby wants to slap me, now slap me, and I actually hit him. But you have to ask for defense, I realized what I did, I was like, oh my god. This person wants to beat his own back now. There's actually absolutely nothing I can do because I love power. See me, I'm small, I'm very small girl. So, um, yeah, that it wasn't a fight for. Okay. okay, so <laughs> I come from, or oh, I have two sisters, I'm the only guy, meaning I have my room to myself, I have my space. So in secondary school, when I like got into the hostel, I had six rooms, it's five, so mm. now imagine the transition, I mean, it was so annoying. So definitely, I did get into some fights, I won't give you details, but I did get into some fights, but then I think with time I learned to accommodate people more. And if I won, I mean, you win some, you lose some, you can never see. Alright. I've not gotten into any physical fight somebody else because, like I said before, I don't like confrontation. She's very calm. Very, very calm. What is an appropriate response to having your boundaries crossed, especially in a society that lacks good authority figures? Nigeria, for example. Mm. Appropriate response. Like I said, if it's someone you know, you have to shout. If it's someone you don't know, you learn pepper. That's how people learn. See, it's simple. People learn when, or they remember things more when it's kind of violent. It's too violent. <laughs> it's the truth. If I warn you once and tell you, oh, don't do this anymore, the next time you come, you just talk and you go. But if, you, if I show you pepper, and I don't mean exchanging blows, I don't support that, but if I show you that, oh, I don't like this, don't ever do this to me. Okay. You won't, or next time you'll be more afraid to do it. That's how I, that's how it works. I was going to say something similar. I think most Nigerians, yes. myself included, we have a little bit of good inside of us. <laughs> we don't usually hear what Like, yeah. until you've seen the repercussion of something, mm-hmm. you won't hear what. Yes. I know I'm like that sometimes. I know a lot of Nigerians are like that. Or maybe it's just human being behavior in general. Mm-hmm. Let's not say Nigerians, but sure, at the end of the day, there are times where you might have to go a little bit violent, <laughs> just a little bit. It's not so far that you're punching someone, but shouting can be violent. Ah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's violent enough. Exactly. All right, in the world we live in today, there is a popular opinion that guys shouldn't hit girls, even though the girl goes first to strike, right? <laughs> Do you think gender should play a role in how you react when someone crosses your boundaries? Definitely. I think you should speak first. <laughs> oh, she already showed you her response. Yeah. <laughs> she already told you her response. 
But then he asked for it. I understand. Yes, he did. He, he asked for it. He asked for this now. But then, once again, <laughs> as I then, I didn't know how to walk away from things that I should learn how to walk away from, okay. which I do know now. And so, as I then, when he kept on repeating, slapping now, slapping. Next thing I did was actually give him what he wanted. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Mm. <laughs> it's a very controversial issue. But this, this is my idea about the entire thing. Um, why do women eat men in the first place? And then keep on having this is it excuse of men are stronger and so should not hit women or I don't know if you get it. I'm mm-hmm. um, of the opinion that really nobody should be hitting anybody in general. Mm-hmm. In general. So yes, that's Oh, yes. <laughs> that's I mean, that's the boundary. For me, that's my boundary. No, how would you hit a woman? That's wrong. That's very wrong. Well, a woman should also not. No, that's what I was yeah, saying. Exactly. Like, women shouldn't be hitting women, men, and then. But even though I don't say that, that's a lot. What if it was life threatening? If it was life threatening, yeah, if she's pointing at the corner at me, we definitely we're gonna have some. But then I don't know. In that case, I don't think it's more. Is a woman man situation anymore? I think it's more like killer and about to be killed. Yeah, the victim. Okay, victim and whatever the other person does. So it's no more gender. So like globally, you heard about the drama between Will Smith and Chris Rock, and I heard you say something about walking away. Do you think that he was right to have, like Chris Rock was right to have walked away, or should have retaliated when Will Smith hit him? You said walking. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Like should he have hit him back? No. Like see, okay. Uh, in the first place, Will Smith was wrong. I think we all agree on that. Some people. No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> I disagree, but some people okay. agree with that. Some of us agree with the fact that it was wrong. I don't think anyone should be eating anyone, like I have mentioned before. Whether man to man, woman to man, man to woman, the gender doesn't really matter. They shouldn't really be eating, but then... Uh, like I said, sometimes it's just best to walk away. Sometimes, and it's good to know when to walk away as well. I would imagine that if it had turned into a full blown a full blown fight, you get what I'm saying. Because I am of the opinion that as Will Smith slapped him, and then if he wanted to do his own back, and then it won't end there. I am of that opinion that it won't end there. I don't think it will end there. It will now become. A much bigger issue or an actual train fist fight in the front of everyone. So, walking away was the best thing then. Mm-hmm. Walking away, I agree with him. Walking away. Well, in, in that particular situation, Will Smith, um, Chris Rock said something about Ginger, which is um, yes, there was that. Well. And we have we have this saying that goes, actions speak louder than words. If he had said something at that particular point, I feel like. He felt that his words have not like put what he had to say across. Like he had to show that I feel like it's wrong, but yeah. in his defense, he had like that was the only way he would have showed that yes, he meant what he was trying to like. He meant that he was trying to defend his wife or something like that. Okay. 
There's a lot of dimensions <laughs> to look at. First of all, I do the public um, embarrassment at all, so I won't be shit first of all. Then in terms of actions speak louder than words. Now, me, I always look at the situation. When I want to confront someone, I want to be the bigger man. I always want to be the bigger man because the bigger man always wins. So working away was very good because at that point he was a bigger man and he won the battle without even training if it's so it was wrong for slapping him. Mm-hmm. That was not the action or the step he should have taken. There were other ways of putting him down or putting him to his position without slapping him. He could have gone after the show and put out the full-blown tweet and put it out there, still supporting his wife. And people would be like, oh, oh he loves his wife so much. Mm-hmm. The whole world will hate Chris Rock at that moment and he has won the battle. You get it? So like, you slapping now, people are saying, oh, he did right thing, people are saying, oh, he was wrong. So think about being the bigger man. Once you think about that, you know what to do next. And we've all heard of the numerous punishments mm-hmm. dished out to the Smith. Was it worth it? You mean the slap? Yes. Oh, definitely not. It wasn't. Ah, but then he was standing up for his wife, so... <laughs> if he really did want to, then sure. Do you guys think the punishments were too much? Too much? Yeah. Yes. Yes, they were. Yes, they were too much, mm. yes. It's the whole society. We want to please everybody. That was, that's the point. Just put too much punishment out there. It was wrong, but then he was defending his wife. So you all should calm down with the abuses. Okay, so in a typical Nigerian home setting, parents are prone to cross boundaries. Now, not just parents, but adults, elders, and authoritative figures regularly cross our boundaries. So, and you know, we're not able to react because of the constraints of a society that holds respect sacred. You know, in Nigeria, we value respect so much that even slamming the door when your mom is talking to you is disrespectful. So in that kind of situation where you're not able to do anything, how do you react? I think first of all, not everyone puts into consideration respect. Some people don't have it, some children don't have it. I agree. See, in Africa, we are trained to form, in quotes. We are trained to like it no matter what, because it's how it works. Now, there has to be an avenue for your children or your child to come up to you and talk to you. Now, it can't be in the heat of the moment. I disagree with that. I agree with that. It can't be in the heat of the moment. You have to calm down. Now, I feel after the confrontation, and he tells you, oh, I'm right, I'm the adult, the usual, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I feel like an hour, two hours, everybody should be calm. I mean, mom, I feel, this is my point. I was just trying to show you. Then she'll tell you, oh, you were shouting, I didn't like it. That should be the end. Were you shouting back at your mom or dad? That is wrong. But there are some parents that no matter how long you wait to talk to them about yeah. it, they won't speak. I actually have a friend that no matter how long she waits, her dad is not going to listen to whatever she has to say. What he says is final. That particular situation. Then suck it up and wait till your father's house. Okay. Um in Bowen, have you ever experienced a situation? Um, whereby Potter badges into your room and announced, or a lecturer is making fun of you in class, or like any stuff in general. Uh, yes. yes, it happens a lot. Can you tell us your experience? Potter badges into the room. That, that, uh, okay, I think there was one that was. No, at this point now, I think we've even gotten used to it mm-hmm. because it is now normal. I mean, 
the one I wanted to was in the devotion thing, but nowadays, and they just open the room, come out for devotion. I'm like, you didn't have to open the door to tell me that because my head is right beside the door. Yeah. I am very used to waking up with my mother's knock on the door. But like don't you lock up. the door? Like we can't lock it. We're living, we're living it with it. So the key is usually outside. You can only use the key to open the door. It's a very long story, but we try to keep our key outside so we don't forget it inside. Because once you forget it inside, I've locked yourself. That's the end. That's the end. So yes, our key is usually outside. And so um, we've just gotten used to it now, but it's still pretty much annoying. However, the, the one that annoyed me the most was the, I think it was chapel. And I was getting dressed and everything, and this man just barged in, and she was like, that, Go for chapel. I'm like, I'm getting dressed. Where do you think I am going to? <laughs> <laughs> True. But I think we've gotten used to it at this point because they, they, they always enter the room for one thing or the yes. other. They always enter the room for one thing or the other. We'll go for um, this, go for that. We'll just, but then I still feel authority, respect. No matter how much my people disrespect them, I still feel no. I mean, they're wrong. It's something your father can do, something your mother can do. So why not just. But if my parents can't do it to me and you do it to me, we will exchange words. But then I still feel bad after. So I don't like feeling bad. The bigger man. The bigger man, always. <laughs> well, there are people that cannot mind their business in this situation. There's a woman particularly in front of my hostel that sells stuff. So like she hears stuff that happens in the hostel. So if somebody should have something like an asthma attack now, the person, she doesn't know if the person like, likes talking about it or And then she just come and tell you, uh, you should pray. Have oh. you tried praying? Oh. Have you tried ginger and lemon? <laughs> and, stuff like that. and I'm like, you don't know if this person likes what you're, what you're saying or, or not. So I feel like my boundary is being crossed in that situation. I love so you just walk in. Yes. I'll give her a stain lecture about how lemon is. Exactly. Um, do you think turning the other cheek is a sign of weakness or maturity? Or does it like every other thing in life very <clears throat> turning the other cheek, being the bigger man? Always. Always. You can link it, but there are some situations where the bigger man will rest somewhere. We have to react. I have to show you that you don't do that to me, especially when it comes to public embarrassment. I can't take it for no reason. Usually if you are my mate, oh God. But then, the bigger man still has to work in because I mean, that's the best thing to do. I feel like it's on Tony G. Sorry. I feel like Tony G other chick is a sign of maturity, but like, in some situations, people see it as um, your weakness. Mm. Because like, if, if you're a kind of person that bottles up stuff um, for long. Like yourself? Yes. Like me, yes. <laughs> I, I don't like saying what happens in that situation. If you go to the and then you talk about it, people like see you as okay, this person is just being this person is just overdoing it at this part. And then mm. people start saying it as like a weakness. She's always she's always crying, she's always doing this one, that one when somebody does something. And they don't know that like you've been keeping that thing for long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I can now I feel I'm not I'm not someone that is so emotional in that sense, so I don't understand when people are getting emotional over situations. But then I've learned there has to be empathy in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Very true. But then always remember that I try to show that I'm strong no matter the situation. 
I always try it. People say it's toxic masculinity. I don't care. <laughs> Show that you are strong. Always make the other person look stupid. That's the point. Perfect. Once you can do that, you, <laughs> you yes. Once you can do that, you won. No matter how people think you are. Ah yes. Okay. No foul language, but. The F word and people together. That's my that's my statement. I don't care what people say. As far as I can make the other person look stupid, if you can call me weak, I don't care. But okay, before you said this, you said something about um, public embarrassment. Yeah, not public embarrassment. You cannot take that. Ah, this guy. So <laughs> if you were Chris Rock and Will Smith slapped you, what would be your reaction? I will be stuck between being the bigger man and. I <laughs> <laughs> see the bigger man will work away in that situation. That's what Chris Rock did. And that's why everybody's not seeing what he did wrong. Everybody, most people, not everybody, is not seeing what he did wrong. Now, not being the bigger man, I would have slapped him back. But then, at that point, I, I lose that, that percentage that feels like I was right. You get my point? So I'll be stuck. And when I'm stuck processing, I probably don't do anything. So you'll probably walk back to his seat. So I probably won't wait him back. I mean, chasing after him, that's just weak. That's, that's yeah. weak. Exactly. So I'm missing. Like, chasing, I'm missing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that brings us to the end of the podcast episode. I had a lot of fun recording this. And um, any other commentaries you want to add about boundaries? Yeah, I have something to say. Alright. So, uh, <laughs> direct. Yeah. Yes, direct. Um, as much as you want to prevent confrontations, I feel they are the best way to solve some problems. You shouldn't always bust into them. Okay. Like, especially in relationships. I think that's a big deal because my last one, mm-hmm, <laughs> that was the main reason why I demolished. And I blame myself, of course. I'm that kind of person that when I like you, I don't tell you you're wrong. I don't want to tell you, oh, I don't like this. Mm. And it causes a lot of arguments. So I feel you should always try to show the other person that, oh, please don't do this, it's not right. Mm. It makes things better. Thank you. Thank you for coming and thank you for contributing to this podcast. <laughs> See, Allah will actually take you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just joking. Say no to violence. That was actually quite insightful and I really do hope you learned a thing or two from this podcast episode because boundaries are really important issues that should be discussed either in casual or in romantic relationship to avoid temptations and the likes. Now, tune in next time on your favorite listening platform for another amazing episode of the Bamsley Terra Podcast. Bye!